Hello, Lucia Giulio here. It has been brought to my attention that I made an error in our first episode. While recasting Shallow Hal, I chose Craig Davidson for the role of Mauricio, even though I mentioned I was picking someone who has a TV show with Adam Scott. I definitely meant to say Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson is a hilarious and talented actor with such credits as The Office, An American Workplace, Ghosted, and, of course, Hot Tub Time Machine 1 and 2. Craig Davidson, on the other hand, can go rotten hell. He knows what he did. Happy holidays! <laughs> uh, welcome to Repodcasting, the podcast where we recast your favorite and not-so-favorite movies with our dream guests. I'm Lucia. And I'm Janet, phoning it in from <laughs> Toronto once again. Today we're going to be talking about the holiday classic. Can we call it a classic? Well, according to some people, this movie is a classic. All right. Well, it's 2006's The Holiday. The synopsis is two women troubled with guy problems swap homes in each other's countries where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. Um, I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, so this movie came out during the Christmas holiday of 2006, and Janet and I actually, we saw it together at the movie theater. It was our Christmas Day movie. And I personally hated it from the start. Um, I had a real problem with Cameron Diaz, uh, and I don't always have a problem with her, but I found her so obnoxious in this movie. Oh my god. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. This movie, like, was not a favorite, obviously. Like, I remember being in the movie theater, and we laughed through most of the movie, which I think annoyed a lot of people who were sitting around us. Yeah. But to me, this movie was a comedy, and I, so it is a romantic comedy. Sure. Like, that's the, the intent of it. It's like, you know, a chick flick or whatever you want to call it. But I think we laughed a lot through it. Like, in so many parts where it's it's one of those movies that it's an unintentional yeah. comedy. Oh, yeah. Because it's so, there's so many things wrong with this movie. But to me, the main thing that is wrong with this movie is the cast. Yeah. It's funny because I actually was talking to your brother-in-law, Dan, uh, on the weekend, and we were talking uh, movies, and, you know, uh, we were talking about this podcast specifically, and we were saying that, you know, there are some movies that the, the writing is bad or, like, the production is bad, and, and that's what needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. And then there are other movies where the concept of the movie is good, everything is sort of solid in the movie, it's the cast yeah. that wrecks it. And I think specifically this movie is all about that. Um, it's I, the cast. I agree, but I have to say, I think it does need some, I don't know, punch up or rewrites or something, because I also had some issues with the writing. romantic comedy, right? Sure. And uh, I think that if you go into this movie expecting more than that, then your expectations are, like, super way too high. It's just supposed to be a fun movie that came out during, like, the, you know, the <laughs> Christmas holiday. But, like, to me, 
had a different cast. I love that you say that uh, about the expectations because I read that there's a British indie rock band called The Wombats. They went to see this movie expecting it to be like Bridget Jones type movies. And uh, they hated it so much that they ended up writing a song called Kill the Director. Yeah, no, I know. I read that. Too. Okay. Read that <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, we're certainly not the only people who hated it, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to talk box office? Yeah, so just a quick uh, note about the box office, which, again, like, I couldn't believe how much money this movie <laughs> made. Uh, $205 million worldwide. Right. That's wow. a lot of money. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it did. It came out during the Christmas holidays. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that in itself, you're going to get a lot of people that will automatically go and watch it, right? Well, and the cast, I mean, I... I Fully agree that there's a lot of miscast roles here, but they are all big names. So it's also not surprising that people would go out and and see this movie. Exactly. And you know what? It's a Nancy Myers film. Nancy yeah. Myers has, you know, she's pretty big. She's done a lot of her movies tend to usually have like these big um, ensemble casts and she you know, she always has a lot of big names that want to work with her, right? Yeah. Apparently, this one was actually written with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black in mind for those roles. Um, yeah, definitely uh, uh, Kate Winslet and uh, Cameron Diaz. But, okay. see, I read that the Jude Law character, she didn't have him in mind. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I read. I don't okay. know. Um, but anyway... Do you want to, like, get into the, the recasting? Casting, yeah, sure. Do you have anything else that you want to say about it? No, go ahead. Start? Okay, okay, so I'm going to start. Um, okay, so the Iris character, which was Kate Winslet, I mean, I really thought she was miscast because I felt that she was totally out of her element. And I love Kate Winslet. Like, she's a great actress, right? Mm -hmm. But it, she just felt like there was so much effort on her part to be funny. Like, it felt uh. so extra. And that's what I felt with a lot of these performances. They were so extra. It was like they were trying so hard to be funny that it didn't look effortless. And I okay. think that they were trying so hard because... Like, she was the wrong person for the role. And it's interesting because I read somewhere that she was hesitant about taking the role and that she was actually scared about trying to be funny. Like, that's how oh, wow. she described approaching this role. Mm -hmm. I think that says everything. And I think yeah. that really came across in her performance. Really? I thought she I, was decently funny. No, I didn't <laughs> at all. To me, it's so extra. There was so much. Like, even when she does that dance, like, when she arrives at Cameron Diaz's house oh, in yeah. L.A., <laughs> it's like, what is she doing? It just, I don't know, everything just felt so, like... Over the top? Over the top. Yeah. And... Yeah, I yeah, do agree. I, I didn't believe her. I didn't believe... <laughs> sorry, Kate Winslet, but I didn't believe her as... As Iris. Okay. Um, so my pick was Isla Fisher, and I don't know oh. if you recognize her by name, yeah. but I mean, Isla Fisher, I, you know what, I like her, and I feel like Isla Fisher doesn't have more of a career, and she should. 
It's like, where did Isla Fisher's career go? Because she started off so promising. Like, interestingly, she was in The Wedding Crashers. Like, that's how kind of how we were introduced to her. That was her breakout role. Yeah, and she was hilarious in it. She was. Like, that's... People knew who she was after that movie. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, that movie came out in 2005. Okay. So only a year before this movie. Yeah. Um, And then it was kind of like her career lost momentum. But I would have loved to have seen her in this role. Now, she's Australian, but I'm sure she's like a British accent, of course. Like, she's an actress, (laughs) actor, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I think she can do comedy. Like, that was the main reason that I selected her for this role. Because I think she could do comedy and not look as if like she's trying so hard to be funny because she is funny okay yeah um so i would have cast her uh as iris okay and then for um amanda woods that character played by cameron diaz i selected kate hudson okay because I, again, like, I think Kate Hudson is good at romantic comedies. I mean, yeah. she's certainly done a lot of them. <laughs> and I think she's always good. Yeah, and, she is. And, you know, the Amanda Woods character is supposed to be, like, this, you know, really blonde, sunny, like, California type of girl, right? Like, that's sort of, like, the idea that you get. Because visual, like, I will say one thing about this movie, visually... It's a really pretty movie visually. Okay. Like in terms of, you know, you have California and even like, you know, the cottage and yeah. in England and it's visually it's a very like appealing movie, okay. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so that's just like a little aside that I wanted to throw in. That was one thing I liked about the movie. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Kate Hudson, like she's funny. I like Kate Hudson. I think she would have been really good. And again, I don't think it would have been like so try hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Cameron, you know what? Cameron Diaz, her face was doing way too much stuff. Oh in my this God. Role. She's like a cartoon character in this role. It's exactly. ridiculous. Face, it was like, it was like her face was on, like, medication. Yeah. <laughs> on steroids. Just her face. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't but know. Was, but again, it's because she was trying so hard. But do you me. think she was being directed? Like, ooh, more expression. Like, I just, I don't understand how that makes it on screen. Cameron Diaz, her face acting, like it was so much. How did that make it on screen? There's so many other people involved in the movie who should be there saying, no, we have to redo this. We have to change this. I don't know. Yeah, but see, that's what I mean about trying too hard. That's how, to me, that's how her um, performance came across. Like that being so extra, trying so hard, it came across in her face. Because the same thing happened with Jude Law. Like, I mean, I'll get into him later, but it was the same idea. Their faces were so hyperactive (laughs) because they were trying so hard to be funny. And, you know, again, they're not comedic actors. I mean, Cameron Diaz is is more so than he is. But they were just out of their element. 
and that's why. Like I again, yeah. I don't want to like get into like a really long diatribe about <laughs> Kate Hudson and whatever. But I think she definitely would have been better in the role. I think she has that comedic the nuances I don't yes. think she would have had to she wouldn't have been making such an effort yeah as, yeah yeah I think I think nuanced is an excellent way to put it because that's what that role needed was a little and more you know, nuance sorry I totally just interrupted you but I I was just looking at a note that I made and it was sort of like a fun fact that I found about the Cameron uh Diaz um casting mm-hmm. when Nancy Myers was like, I guess, writing the role or whatever. She said that she compared Cameron Diaz's performance in the film to uh, Goldie Hawn. Oh. And then I was reading that and I was thinking, well, if you thought of Goldie Hawn, why didn't you just cast her daughter? Like, <laughs> holy shit! Because again, like, it's, it's a no-brainer. Like, I don't know why, if she thought of Goldie Hawn, why didn't she just give the role to Kate Hudson? Like, seriously, I feel like it, there was, like, a, that's a missed opportunity. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was reading that and I was like, okay, well, then you should have offered the role to Kate Hudson because she would have done a way better job than Cameron Diaz and that crazy face that was, like, <laughs> happening in that movie. I love that. I didn't know that she, that she had thought of Goldie Hawn because you're absolutely right. How did she not then just make the connection right to Kate Hudson? Exactly. Like I'm reading it and I was like, well, duh, you should have offered it to Kate Hudson. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So the next character uh, that I cast, Jude Law as Graham. Mr. Napkinhead. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about Mr. Napkinhead. Uh, Mr. Napkinhead. <laughs> this, this movie brought the magic of uh, Mr. Napkinhead. It introduced it to the world. Uh, that was, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie, but also the one of the worst parts of the movie. Yeah. Jude Law is so miscast. Yeah. In this movie, I'm going to go, I'm going to take longer to talk about him because I really had a problem <laughs> okay. with Jude Law in this role. Yeah. Jude Law is not funny. And again, when no. I was sort of reading up fun facts about the movie, Jude Law was really hesitant to accept this role. Mm. Good instincts. Too bad he didn't he follow them. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, My first thought was he should have followed his instincts Mm -hmm. and turned the role down because he's not funny. Yeah. At least not like in this type of movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Jude Law has the ability to be funny, but in maybe a different sort of setting. Um and it's, it would be a different type of humor. Like, I feel like Jude Law could do, like, dark oh. humor. Yeah. Um, but, like, this type of humor, this movie, he was completely out of his element yeah. in this movie. Like, I really, he was one of the things that I disliked the most about this movie, this casting of, of Jude Law. Yeah. Um, because he's he's not funny. His face same thing his face is like super hyperactive all those weird faces like 
honestly, watching Jude Law in this movie, like, you almost expect him at some point to be revealed as a serial killer. Yes! Like, that's yes, yes. how I felt with those facial expressions of his. It's like, he's gonna stab Kate <laughs> character any minute now in yes. the cottage in the middle of nowhere, and he's gonna stuff her somewhere or bury her in the backyard. Like, he's so creepy with those like that's the thing his face with those expressions like it was bordering on creepy and the other thing that I totally was so annoyed by in this movie is that we're supposed to believe that his character and this is more the writing than criticism about his his acting um this is a like just a quick criticism of the writing you know like he's supposed to be this devoted dad Mm -hmm. like that's how he's sort of presented in the movie but then he's like leaving his kids all the time like (laughs) to go to the pub and then he sleeps over at the cottage and and he says that he frequently does that who's watching the kids yeah (laughs) (laughs) who is watching those kids that was the one thing that I kept asking myself throughout. It's like, where? who's watching those kids? So I think it's so weird that then they're introduced yeah. as like this big mystery because it's like this, there's, this connection is not happening for me. <laughs> um, so I would have selected instead uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah? And I know he might not seem like the most obvious choice, <laughs> but you know what? At the time, like, Gerard Butler has almost become kind of like a Nicolas Cage in the sense that <laughs> I feel like he's mocked all the time now. Really? Uh, people, I feel that people make fun of Gerard Butler oh, no. a lot. And, you know, he started off really well. Like, there was this movie, uh, the first time that I saw Gerard Butler was in this movie called Dear Frankie. It's an older film. I would say it's probably like from 2004 or 2005. I don't know for sure. But that was the first time that I saw him um, in something. And Emily Mortimer, I believe, is in it as well. Anyway, if you ever get the chance, you should watch that because that movie actually shows that Gerard Butler can act (laughs) with a child. And uh, (laughs) that's why I... I thought of him, I thought he would have been really good in this role, especially like 2006 Gerard Butler. I think that he, that was before his career kind of started going sideways (laughs) and he started making like weird choices. But um, I would have liked to have seen him. I think he uh, would have brought a different sort of energy to the role for sure. I don't think he would have had like a hyperactive face like <laughs> yeah um you know the character is supposed to be like dashing and debonair and you know i'm sure that's one of the reasons that she decided to cast jude law because he is so handsome i mean this is you know it's supposed to be a good looking cast right well, yeah Gerard butler's not ugly um and you know he certainly could pull off like that i think that's sort of a debonair kind of vibe and I also would have liked to have seen him opposite Kate Hudson I think he and Kate Hudson would have had really good chemistry I think they would have played off one another really nicely or at least I would have been interested in seeing how they played off one another but I think they I think they 
they would have had good chemistry, much more so than Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. Sure. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. To me, that chemistry wasn't convincing. I didn't believe them as a couple that was, like, potentially falling in love. I did not find it believable at at all. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't either. Did you? Did you believe them as a couple? No, not even a little bit. (laughs) No, like, I wasn't accepting that at all. I was like, again, it was too much try hard going on. Like, I I just didn't believe them as a couple. So I would have liked to have seen that pairing. Um, For the character of Miles, Jack Black... Again, I really feel like Jack Black was so miscast in this role. To me, Jack Black is not a romantic lead. Yeah, I know. And I I feel like, you know, they were trying to make him a romantic lead, and it's like, no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying Jack Black. Again, the, the whole hyperactive face syndrome <laughs> yeah. was going on. Now, the thing Jack Black is like he is like a wacky sort of like that's how we always see him right yes so maybe um you know he was trying to like pick a different role in the sense that it was a little bit more dramatic not as wacky as like some of the other stuff that we had seen him in yeah um so I can see why maybe that the character appealed to him why he chose this but I was just like no like again I get that I got that serial killer vibe off of him in the movie like I shouldn't have been getting that off of a romantic lead yeah I shouldn't be feeling that I agree I, I, I agree with that but don't you find and I haven't seen all of Nancy Meyers movies but I do feel like that's a common thread because I don't know the way she writes men they're all like to me they're all creepy yeah uh, I don't know. I I don't know that I would necessarily say that about other movies of hers that I've seen. But yeah, he was just Jack Black was giving me serial killer vibes okay. in this role as Miles. So I chose uh, Jason Schwartzman. Oh, that's a good one. I would have loved to have, and not just because I love Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> because I I do I have a huge crush on him and I think he's wonderful in everything that he does but I actually think that this role in in his hands what he would have shined in this role because mm-hmm. first of all he can actually sing right he was there sing. singing involved oh I guess a little bit yeah well we're miles some is scatting a, a music composer, right? and yes he does well I wouldn't call it singing like <laughs> His scoobly do and scoobity do and like all that other scoobity garbage that is going on. I don't even know what was happening in that. But um, I would have believed Jason Schwartzman as a composer much more than I believed Jack Black as a composer. But he is. Jason Schwartzman actually plays instruments and does music. So does Jack Black. Was in a band. Jack Black. What, in School of Rock? No, in Tenacious D, he and Kyle Gass. They're a rock band. <laughs> and they're really good. That's an actual thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> Sorry. They're wonderful, too. I love Tenacious D. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even know Tenacious D existed. Okay. Sorry. It's more of a comedy band. Like the, It's not the same as something like Coconut Records that Jason Schwartzman does. Yeah, like Jason Schwartzman. 
Schwartzman is not in a comedy band. No, no, I know. <laughs> but it's still real music. Like, they, Jack Black knows how to play for real. He is a musician. Yeah, he is. No, I know that, right? <laughs> but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so again I, like Jason Schwartzman I think he would have brought like a really nice sort of earnestness yeah. to the character as well yeah I agree I, I really like that pick I think he would be fantastic I think he could have brought like a different sort of energy to the role that, but an energy that would have been believable an yeah. energy that would have been a lot more sincere. And less manic, maybe. <laughs> and, and just less of a, a caricature. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt with, with Jack Black. And also, I think Jason Schwartzman and my pick um, for Iris, which was Isla Fisher, I think they would have had a really nice chemistry going. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen them opposite one another. Because, again, that was another problem that I had. I didn't believe Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Like, they had they had even less chemistry than Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. <laughs> like, I did not believe that chemistry at all. It almost felt like, I don't know... It, felt really really inauthentic and it was like I don't believe these two people like mm. at all I didn't I wasn't getting that like when they end up getting together later on I mean you know that that's the direction it's going in obviously mm -hmm. but it's like I don't believe these two as as uh as love interest I, I kind so, of bought them together kind of really definitely yeah. more than Cameron Diaz and Jude Law yeah, no, I didn't. And I really feel like Jason Schwartzman and Isla Fisher would have had much more chemistry. And I think they would have been a lot more believable, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I didn't recast the little old man, Arthur Abbott. I did not either. I didn't recast him because I loved him in that, char I know. that character. He and I so thought good. he was perfect. That was the one good role that was cast <laughs> in the movie. I yeah. thought he was really good. Um, the other two roles that I recast was uh, Jasper Bloom, okay. who is that scumbag who, uh, you know, keeps bothering Iris throughout the movie. Like, you just want to punch that guy, Ugh. or I did anyway. Me too. I wanted to punch him so hard. Rufus uh, Sewell, or Sewell, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I, you know what? I didn't like him. You know who I actually cast in that role? Jude Law. No way. Yes. Because I think... That's, <laughs> that's really good. I like that. I think that's the role that Jude Law should have been cast mm -hmm. in. Because, you see, I believe Jude Law as sort of that roguish, kind of smug, sleazy womanizer. Yeah. That I felt that we kind of get from that character, right? Mm -hmm. I would have believed Jude Law as as him. Yeah. Not as, like, with the face and the kids and all that going on. No. So I would have liked to have seen Jasper, or, sorry, I would have liked to have seen Jude Law as Jasper Bloom. Okay. Um, and then I also cast Miles' girlfriend. Mm hmm That bitchy kind of <laughs> shallow actress. 
Um, Shannon Sossaman, what happened to her? Like, seriously, what happened to her career? Yeah. She was kind of like doing well there for a while and then she just disappeared. Disappeared completely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, I cast Mila Kunis in oh, the role. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mila Kunis would ha- could have really pulled off that bitchy, shallow. I think she would have done uh, a better job. I, cer- I certainly think she would have brought like more character to the role. Yes. And you know what? I could totally see her acting opposite Jason Schwartzman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I could see that pairing on screen. I would believe them more as a couple than I believed her and Jack Black. Okay. Like once again, I don't think Jack Black had chemistry with anyone in this movie. Like yeah. to me, like nobody except for maybe like Arthur Abbott. <laughs> he had chemistry with nobody. So I would have liked to have seen uh, Mila Kunis. I think she definitely has more. She just has more personality. Yeah. Um. Then. Then. But I wonder if that's on purpose, if they didn't want that character to have personality because you don't, you're not supposed to like her. Perhaps. I don't think we would have liked Mila Kunis in that role either. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't have liked her. But I just think that, I don't know, I just, I didn't like Shannon Sossman in it. Yeah, she was just kind of there. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like she didn't really do anything. And I totally agree, like seeing her and Jack Black, you just don't understand why they're even together at all. I didn't buy them. I didn't buy them as as a couple. Yeah. It has nothing to do with their physical appearances. No, no. They just... That for me, I just didn't buy them. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They had zero chemistry and I didn't understand that couple. And fine, that they break up. They're not supposed to be together, but we're also supposed to believe that they were together, and they must have been together for a reason at some point. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't get that whole casting. Uh, the one other character that I cast was Amanda Woods' boyfriend, Ethan. Yeah. Who we see that she kicks out in the beginning. Uh, Edward Burns. God, he's so whiny, <laughs> right? He yeah. sounds like... A whiny child. Maybe he's supposed to sound like that. I don't know. Maybe that's the way Nancy Myers wrote the character. He's supposed to be whiny. But he's also like a cheating, womanizer-ish kind of guy, right? Yes. So I didn't buy Edward Burns no, in that role. Me neither. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a very short role. He's not on screen for very long. I selected James Franco. Oh, yeah? Yeah. James Franco's in the movie because he films, he's in that like fake trailer that he does with um, Lindsay Lohan, right? Yeah. That they're watching at the beginning. (laughs) But it's like, why didn't, I I don't know, like there seem to be missed opportunities. Instead Mm -hmm. of putting him in the fake trailer, why didn't she cast him as, like, why didn't she give him a role in the movie? Like, I don't know, I would have put him as as, uh, Amanda's boyfriend. Yeah, I, I would buy him as Ethan for sure. Yeah, I would have bought him as Ethan, much more so than Edward Burns. Again, that whole, I'm going back to that whole Kate Hudson-Goldie Hawn connection, how (laughs) she felt that Cameron Diaz reminded her of Goldie Hawn. It's like, I don't know, that really, I thought that was so funny when I, because I read that after I had selected Kate Hudson, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so those were my picks. Okay. I'll just, like, make a few quick comments. I think they're all really good. 
But I'm really struggling to see Gerard Butler in that role. I don't know. That's okay, well, that's okay. a tough one for me. But uh, I also haven't seen him in a lot of things. Right. So I don't know what he can do. But um, I cast all the same roles as you. Uh-huh. And um, so I'll start with Iris, the Kate Winslet character. Okay. Now, I have to say, the first thing that I wrote down while watching this movie was, I don't want to recast Kate Winslet because she's so good. I thought she was great. Um, you, like, you actually like her in this in I that role? I actually do, yes. Okay. Um, I, I get your point, but to me, especially amidst all the others with their over-the-top face acting, she, to me, was subtle for the most part. <laughs> um, face? You, you mean her face, because the rest of her body was over-the-top. <laughs> okay, in one scene where she's running around the house, she was over-the-top. No. It wasn't just that scene. It was also when she's in bed and she's all like, wee, like dancing, (laughs) like bed dancing. No, I disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't manifest in her face. She didn't have the hyperactive face syndrome. No. She had hyperactive body syndrome. (laughs) Okay, we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. I I bought her performance. Um, And you're not going to like my choice either for her. For her replacement, I think. Um, okay. I picked Rachel Weiss. Weiss? Weiss? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because because she's not really a comedic actress either. Although she did do the Mummy series, the 90s Mummy series, not the current one. And I, yeah. I never saw them, but I believe those were humorous, no? <laughs> the, you didn't see the Mummy? No, I didn't. I never saw either oh. of them. <laughs> there are gaps in my movie viewing histories. You need to watch The Mummy. Really? Is it good? Is it that good? It's fun. Okay. She was also in About a Boy, which, uh, so she's done the romantic comedy stuff too. And yes. I don't know. I, I think that she, I also tried to like stick with the nationality, I guess. Um, at one point, I considered Marion Cotillard for this, and I was like, ooh, let's set it in France instead. And then I was thinking that that would cause all kinds of other issues. And uh, also, I just had trouble finding French leading men uh, to cast opposite her. So, yeah, so I stuck with um, the British characters. I, I cast British actors, and the American ones, I cast American actors. So uh, for Cameron Diaz, for the Amanda yeah. Woods character... I think Ava Mendez would have been fun in that role. Um, she, we have seen her do some comedy and romantic comedy in The Other Guys and Hitch. I know you might have personal problems with her. I have no personal problems. No? Okay. <laughs> Even though she's married to Ryan Gosling? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I thought uh, that she would have been more subtle in the role, or at least could have done that. Um, Now, here's where I want to get into why I think they needed rewrites, too, because a little bit of this is not Cameron Diaz's fault. A lot of times they're forcing her to act alone, and, you know, she's reacting to the movie trailer of her life that's happening in her head, and, you know, her in the snow walking to the cottage. There's a lot of acting that she is, it feels like she's going over the top because she's alone and there's nobody to act off of. So I think Ava Mendes could have pulled that off a lot more subtly. Okay. Oh, your silence is concerning. No, I, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really have a 
have an opinion about okay. her in that role. Like, I think, yeah, she could have done it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Cameron Diaz, um, I get what you're saying about how she's alone, but that shouldn't make a difference. I, I think that had the role been given to someone who actually had some comedic experience or who could do comedy. I don't think it would matter. I don't think any of those situations would matter that she had to, you know, act uh, by herself. I mean, if you're funny, you're funny, right? So um, I think the reason that she does everything so over the top is because she's trying so hard to be funny. Yeah. Well, um, I thought Ava Mendez was really hilarious in The Other Guys. And yeah, I don't know. While I don't automatically think of her as a comedic actress, I feel like she can do it. Yeah, I think so too. I think she just hasn't necessarily been given those opportunities to be funny. Yeah. But yeah, I think she, she could be funny. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll move along to Graham, the Jude Law character. I'm not sure what they were trying to portray with this character because he starts off, he seems like a serial killer. Absolutely. He, and he <laughs> right. seems like a shit. And I just think that, I don't know. It, but then in the end, he's supposed to be this like, perfect guy is that what they're trying to convey i'm not really sure and also um the way that cameron diaz's character reacts when she first sees him hammered out of his mind yelling pounding on the door and threatening to piss on the doorstep first of all why does she open the door realistically if i was in that situation (laughs) i would not even open the door i would be like go ahead and piss on the doorstep it's not my house i am hiding (laughs) But even, like, he didn't even play drunk well. You know what no, I mean? No, like, he didn't. He didn't, honestly, like, he says he's drunk. Yeah. But it, that's because he says it. <laughs> because looking at him, like, I, when you're watching it, you're like, oh, okay, he just said he's drunk. He has to tell you he's drunk. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have guessed it from the way he was playing it. Yeah, not at all. But so Cameron Diaz opens the door and, like, her eyes pop out of her head. Because she thinks he's so gorgeous. And I personally don't find Jude Law attractive. I just don't. So I thought of somebody who to me is more attractive. Who can be a shit. (laughs) Uh, But I think can also play a good, a pretty good guy. Which you might not agree with. I picked Colin Farrell for this role. Colin Farrell? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know if Colin... Okay. Well, continue. <laughs> I have seen him in, like, for example, uh, in Tigerland or in A Home at the End of the World, I think is the name of the movie, um, where he plays decent guys, but, like, believable, but not, you know, not saints by any means. But I think that character isn't supposed to be a saint. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so Colin Farrell... Um is funny like do you think he has that ability to be funny I didn't find that role very funny and maybe it's just because of the way Jude Law played it but I just I I don't think that there's a ton of comedy in on that side like on in that role yeah but it's a romantic comedy like don't you think that see Jude Law Jude Law is funny because he he is so ridiculously cast. That's why, to me, Jude Law's performance is so funny. But it's supposed to be, like, a funny role. Like, he's supposed to 
you are supposed to find certain things amusing or at least endearing, right? Do you think Colin, I see, I, I don't know that Colin Farrell can be funny and it's not, maybe he just hasn't been given that opportunity because I don't think I've ever seen him in, in a comedic role. Have you um, seen In Bruges? It's certainly not a romantic comedy. Yes. But I did see In Bruges. It is darkly comedic. And I think yes. he's good in that. I think he's wonderful in that, actually. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> okay. The Miles character, Jack Black's character, I had a really tough time casting this. I <laughs> ended up looking at like um googling lists of comedic actors in 2006 and like i just i had such such trouble finding somebody and i landed on dave Chappelle, which i think is a weird choice but the more i thought about it the more i liked it um from Chappelle's show and he was a chew in robin hood men in tights i think that i i think jack black is funny but like you said, he's wacky. Like, I don't think he was the right kind of funny for this movie. And I think Dave Chappelle can do more of like, a, like, I, I think he's pretty charming. And I think he's a little cuter than Jack Black. I, I feel like that role doesn't have to be somebody incredibly attractive, but should be, I don't know, a little more charming, a little more... A little cuter, let's say. And so, I don't know, I, I really like the idea of seeing him, and I don't think I've ever seen him in a romantic comedy, so it's not like I can say, oh, I've I've seen him do this and he can do it. But I'd like to see him do it. Uh, okay, I just want to make sure that I know who you're talking about. Is this Dave Chappelle, like, the, the comedian? That's correct. Like, the guy that... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you disagree. That's fine. <laughs> like yeah, I said, uh, he hasn't done stuff like this before. Dave, like you're talking about Dave Chappelle, the stand-up comedian, right? Correct. Has Dave Chappelle done any movies? Like I'm not familiar with any film work that Dave Chappelle has done. He was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, sorry, you just said, sorry. You That's know okay. What? When you said Dave Chappelle, my brain completely zoned out. Because, <laughs> like, I know who Dave Chappelle is. <laughs> I think you've rendered me speechless. I guess I did. <laughs> um, yeah, he was also in Half-Baked. <laughs> and again, the movies I'm naming are clearly nothing like The Holiday. Yeah. But I don't know. The more I thought about it, the more I liked the idea of seeing him in that role. I don't know. Maybe think about it a little more and get back to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. That's fine. We don't have to agree. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. Oh, I, like, oh, God. I, like, I seriously don't know what to say. <laughs> go yeah. on. Okay. I will go on. Um, Jasper, I believe, was the next one that you cast. Rufus Sewell. Yes. So... Yeah, I, I was like, who is this guy and why is he here? <laughs> but did you know that he and Kate Winslet had actually dated in real life? Yes, okay. I did know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't personally find him very attractive either. And I felt like in that role, to me, I, I don't know. I feel like the guy needs to be more attractive to at least kind of understand. Because I also didn't see much chemistry between them, to be honest. And mm -hmm. so it was hard to understand why she was so hung up on him. Um, and so I picked somebody who I think is handsome. <laughs> uh, I think Daniel Craig would have been interesting. 
Daniel Craig? Yep. As, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he can be, like, debonair, and I, I think he's attractive. And so, and also that role doesn't really need comedy. And I think yeah. that he would have been... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think he would have been a nice change, at yeah, least. Yeah, I think Daniel Craig would, would have been believable in that role. Okay, and then, so moving on to Shannon Sossaman. Uh, I think her name was Meg or Maggie or something like that. Maggie, yeah. Maggie. I, this one was a hard one too, because, well, I think just partially because I was having such trouble with Miles that it was hard to cast his girlfriend. And I landed on Rosario Dawson, who, Oh, okay. yeah, who like, I was kind of looking for somebody a little younger than the rest of them and pretty and with a little more charisma, let's say, than Shannon Sossaman. Um, so yeah, Rosario Dawson was in Rent. And she was Gale in the Sin City movies. I've never seen them. I didn't realize she was part of that franchise. Oh, yeah. Rosario Dawson has been around forever. She's yeah. a huge, huge body of work. Right. Yeah. I could picture her and I, I liked the idea of her in that yeah, role. Yeah, I could see her doing that. Yeah. And so then um, the last one is the Ethan character, Edward Burns. I agree. He was really such a weird choice. He was really whiny. And... I don't know. I I feel like I've seen him in a lot of things, but does he always have that thick New York accent? That felt really put on. <laughs> He's not from... I, Edward Burns isn't from New York. But wasn't that accent in this movie, like, super thick Edward, New York? I think Edward Burns is originally from Boston. I think so, too, but... Uh, okay, maybe it was maybe I'm bad with accents and it was a Boston accent he was doing. It really felt like a New York accent he was doing and it felt really fake. You thought he was doing an accent for the role? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Go back and watch it because it's just the like first whatever, 5-10 minutes of the movie. Um That's how he talks. Are you yeah. sure it really felt put on? Yeah. No, no, no. That, <laughs> um I'm you know what? I think I'm going to hang up on you now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm still stuck on Dave Chappelle. My, <laughs> you completely, my brain has gone into like, it's seized up. It's like I'm having an epileptic attack oh in my, my brain. Oh no. <laughs> I, you know. That's, that's just how Edward Burns talks. I don't think he was attempting to do a New York accent. <laughs> you know what? Agree to disagree. It sounded like a really put on accent. <laughs> no, that's the way he speaks. All right. Well, yeah. I didn't like it. Then he should okay. have put on an accent. Well, you should definitely contact Edward Burns. I will. <laughs> uh, privately and just be like, Edward Burns, I don't like the way you speak. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, fine. Anyway, I wanted I wanted somebody in that role who was like super attractive because I got the idea or I got the impression, let's say, that they were together just for like the look of it. They looked good together and whatever, because it seems like a man, the Amanda character had no emotions up until the end of the movie. So, um, so I picked one of the most handsome actors I could think of, Tay Diggs. Oh no. Why did you say oh no? Tay Diggs. Sorry, who did you, uh, no, I didn't hear who you said. Okay. 
Um, I picked Tay Diggs. He's <laughs> what? Why is this one funny? He is. Um, he's crazy handsome. And that's also not a super comedic role. And I could buy him as, like, the guy who is... Maybe this sounds bad. I could buy him as the guy who is cheating on his girlfriend and, like, really cocky about it. I don't know. I think he'd be good. I'm going to ask you something. And this is not... uh, I'm not trying to... um, I don't... I don't even know. I'm so speechless. <laughs> I can't even laugh today. Oh, God. But here's my question. Are you trying to diversify these casts? Like, is that your goal? Or are you... Uh, that, yeah, that's my question. Like, are you, <laughs> is that intentional? Like, are you trying to diversify the cast? So you're trying to make the casts less white? Or, like, do you actually feel that these actors, like, are suited for those roles? Or are you just kind of, like, trying to throw diversity in there where you can? I'm just curious. Um, I'm not... I'm certainly conscious of it when I'm doing this, but I wasn't just trying to throw diversity in. No. I thought about... I honestly, like, you might not believe this. I honestly thought about this for a really long time. Like, for all of these, it took me longer than any of our others. And I, I don't know. These are the ones that I landed on. Right. Okay. Yeah, Tay Diggs, I, listen, I don't have, like, anything against Tay Diggs. Like, yeah, he's, he's handsome, of course. Like, he's a good actor. I And like- he's a good actor, yeah. And I think for that role, that's really all you need. Yeah. And somebody who won't do an accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So the, the that's all of them. Oh, yes. That's it. I okay. really have rendered you speechless. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Dave Chappelle, like, I don't know. I just struggled. Everybody I put in that role, I the more I thought about it, I was like, no, they're no good. And I looked at list after list, and, like, it was making I me crazy. The reason, you know what? I think it's because, and, I mean, we could talk about this. You initially, when you cast this, you cast it with, like, present-day people. I did, yeah. And so I think that maybe that when when we discussed it and we talked about how we were going to cast it like circa 2006 and you had to go back to the drawing board, I think that maybe that's why it took you so long because you had already like, you had already cast the roles, you'd already done it. Yeah. And so then you had to go back. And you know what else? Because it's Jack Black. At one point, I landed on Paul Rudd as the Miles character. But then I was like, oh, Janet cast like a Jack Black into a Paul Rudd in the last episode. I can't oh, do that. That doesn't matter. Like that. Doesn't, that I know, but matter. then I got stuck on that, and I got stuck on him. And anyway, yeah, and I was still stuck on the one. Like I'll just say it since we're talking about it. I had picked Aziz Ansari for a contemporary one uh, as Miles, and I I was kind of stuck on that too because I think he'd be really funny and really good in that. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, it was really difficult for me to do the Miles character. Okay. Yeah, because I'll be honest with you, Dave Chappelle, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Dave Chappelle, to me, is like a comedian, and he's a stand-up comic. Okay, I know he's done movies or whatever. I haven't seen him in, I've never seen him in a movie, so that's, 
that, but that doesn't mean anything. It's not like I've seen all the movies in the world. Like, just because I haven't seen them in a movie means shit, because obviously lots of other people have seen them in movies, right? Sure. But I don't think that Dave Chappelle, like, because that, we're supposed to believe that that character is like a music composer. Like, would you believe Dave Chappelle is a music composer? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just think it's, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> In the end, it's just acting because we don't see yeah. much of the composing, really. Okay. Well, so I don't think we need a music composer in that role. But I, I get your point. No, you don't need a musical composer, but that's... Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, no, whatever. Yeah, Yikes. I don't know. I don't, I don't get that at all, but okay. Okay. Okay, well, uh, oh, I'll just mention quickly the uh, ratings that I saw for this movie. On IMDb, this got a 52% from the critics and right. a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah, it was not very well received critically. Although, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 80% from the audience ratings. Well, yeah, because, I mean, even when we went to see it, uh, we went with, I can't remember who now, but... I remember that the people that we went with liked it yeah. and were annoyed by the fact that we kept laughing at, like, parts of the movie that were clearly not to be laughed at. We were laughing at them because we thought they were so ridiculous yeah. and so corny. Yep. Um, so, but I remember, like, we were often the only two people laughing. So I think that it's... It's definitely a favorite. Like, this movie, a lot of people really like this movie. It's fun. It's like a fun, whimsical, romantic comedy. It's a fun chick flick. Yeah. Um, I, I know, have to I'm, say, I have not, I had not seen it since 2006 when we saw it in the movie theater. And when I watched it for this, it was a drag to get through. It's over, it's two hours and 16 minutes. It's too long. And yeah, it is there's. Too long. There's not enough there to keep me interested, and I, I can't see myself ever watching it again. Yeah, I agree. It's um, it's usually on every year at this time of the year, yeah. and I admit, I usually watch it. Okay. Like, it's one of those movies, if it's on, if I'm flipping through channels, like, on the TV, and it happens to be on, I will stop and watch it. Even though I think it's such a joke of a movie, <laughs> like... That's kind of its appeal. It's okay. one of those movies, it's so ridiculous that you kind of have to sit and watch it because it's hilarious. <laughs> it is. Jude Law's yeah. face is hilarious. Like, yeah, he gives you a serial killer vibe, but it's so funny watching these actors completely throw all this effort into these these performances because they're so incredibly bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's rough. It for me, it's too rough. I can't enjoy the comedy of it myself. But okay, so um, we just have one last segment. Hold me close, young Tony Danza. So yeah, it is time for hold me close, young Tony Danza. Yay! The segment where we cast Tony Danza into one of these roles in this movie, and yeah. I'm gonna let you go first on this one. Well, you know, you could cast him in so many roles. <laughs> in this. 
I would have cast him in the uh, Jasper Bloom role. Oh. Yeah, he's older. Rufus, <laughs> Rufus Sewell is older. Okay. And I got that sense in the movie that he's supposed to be older than Iris. He's like this uh, older, not older man, because it's not like he's old, old, but older than her. Yeah. Um, this older sort of guy that she has, you know, that dated, she dated and now she can't get over. I would have cast Tony Danza in that role. Okay. Yeah. Rufus Sewell is um, eight years older than Kate Winslet. So there was a bit of an age difference there. Yeah. Um, I would have cast Tony Danza in there, even though Tony Danza's not like a jerk. That's what I was I, thinking. I think, yeah, I have trouble. I think Tony Danza could be a jerk. I could. I think he's got the acting chops <laughs> to be a jerk. Okay. Well, I liked him. Now, age appropriateness has to go out the window here because he was like quite a bit older in 2006 even but um i like the thought of him as miles since i had trouble putting anyone else in that role (laughs) um and if not if we want to keep him at the his real age then he could have done a dustin hoffman like cameo oh god yeah actually that would have been good (laughs) yeah Yeah. i would have preferred to see him uh instead of dustin hoffman that's for sure yeah Yeah, that was really clunky no that cameo yeah, you know what? Dustin Hoffman is friends with Nancy Myers. Yes, yeah. So that's the only reason that happened. <laughs> yeah. Still, it was it was clunky and yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, like I mean, it's supposed to be like, oh, ha ha, Dustin Hoffman. And you know what? Again, I'm sure that there is people watching it who are just like, just falling out of their seats, so happy that Dustin Hoffman made a cameo appearance in this movie. Yeah, maybe. I don't know that I'm the demographic um, for the Dustin Hoffman cameo. And you're probably not either. Oh, no. I'm sure there there is a demographic for that cameo. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, um, I think that's it. Do you have any uh, closing remarks or anything? I no, I I have no closing remarks today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I really did. Uh... No, Dave Chappelle. Like, I feel like I have to go to sleep now. <laughs> oh no! I think uh, we should mention that it is noon <laughs> where you are. Yeah. I have to go to bed now. Go to sleep and sleep for twelve hours <laughs> to get that Dave Chappelle business out of my head. Okay. I feel maybe, like I should maybe, apologize. Maybe sunshine it out of my head at okay. some point yeah well I, I i would like to apologize because i really feel like i made a big mistake there <laughs> no you didn't make a mistake i mean we cast who we think would be good in the roles i mean <laughs> hey if you like dave Ch- i don't dislike dave Chappelle. now i'm gonna come across as like oh i hate dave Chappelle. no no uh, I don't I, think that's I it like, at all. I think Dave Chappelle is really funny. Like, I like him, but I don't like him as Miles <laughs> in this movie. Okay. No, definitely not. All right. Fair enough. And with that... <laughs> and with that... Um, oh, uh, I will say that if you have any recommendations or any questions or comments you can email them to us at repodcasting at gmail.com and we are also on twitter facebook and instagram um, at repodcasting and the next episode we will be doing girl on the train as previously promised janet
Yes. I'm oh, here. sorry. I thought I lost you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm totally here still. Okay. Well, thanks. I have nothing to add. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Thanks very much for joining us and uh, Thank talk you to for you soon. Listening. Bye. Okay. Bye.